big yourself up on any of the streams with which you contact the world or eh i think i think i'd quite like to but like i'm also not i'm not like massively fussed either way whether or not it goes goes ahead in in such fashion or not i did do an nfl 2k5 stream yesterday which was which was fun i lost all four games that i played and ah yeah which to be fair like the first three were just downright poor and then i came oh sam's wanting to be let in here he comes um and then like i got into a bit where the fucking i was 28 to nothing down at, at just before the th- uh, just before the end of the second quarter <laughs> and then i fucking like came back right till the very end and then Terrell Owens broke my heart with like a 38 to 31 last minute touchdown that went like 50 yards and i was like that is a stinger it, it'd have to be to it had to be to so yeah hi sam how are we doing gang yeah not bad yourself uh, fair to middling <laughs> fair to middling Nice. This is nice, isn't it? Yeah, it's nice. Yeah. Hello, and welcome to Stiff Upper Lip, the NFL podcast by Brits, with me, Ed Wilkins. Me, Emma Hebron. Me, Sam Wand. Me, Tom Chapel. Excellent. Lovely. Should we? Nice. Should we? Are we? Are we gonna do the? Oh wait, we do actually have fucking Tuesday night football from last week. That is true. Oh, yeah, sure. I forgot about I completely that. Completely forgotten. Yeah, me too. Yeah, it's almost like it's not a not a normal thing. But we can. I mean, we can discuss it in great detail if you'd like. Did you know that it's only the <laughs> second time since the NFL AFL merger that we've had a Tuesday night football game? How blessed we are. Mm-hmm. What a what a spectacle it was for half mm. of the fans <laughs> yeah it was uh, i mean what was the score the, at the end 42 17 42 17 the titans winning obviously taking up taking up yeah. big, big win yeah and if you're sort of following the the league's attempt to sort of begin recriminations with the titans you might be sort of wondering what the hell they're allowed to be doing considering they were all practicing together when they were banned from doing so is that is that being investigated is that something that's under review Are it they... is it is currently under mm. investigation by the shadowy league figures it's under Football. investigation by a group of suits who i don't know whether or not will actually care i can't i feel like we'll all be very disappointed by the punishment that gets handed yeah, down most likely mm-hmm. i don't think it'll it, yeah greatly affects the titans or their season no. In my effect next season, there is talk that it'd be a draft pick. Oh, yeah, maybe draft picks, yeah. Which would be it'd be interesting, you know, you don't usually see teams like losing their draft pick. Mm-hmm. Um Ed, really, Ed, you know sorry. about you know about a team losing a draft pick uh, due to weird circumstances. Was it you by any chance who accidentally let the clock run out on your first round pick ones? But it wasn't me personally. Well not yeah. you, but it was <laughs> Minnesota did it, yeah. Yeah. I think they let Baltimore pick before the I mean they still got the pick, but they just sort of like forfeited twenty eight to go down to twenty nine or something. <laughs> yeah, it hmm. was it was it was definitely weird. I've never seen a team get skipped before in the NFL draft. It ha- it had to, it would yeah. It'd have to be Minnesota. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> of course. Going to Bill's Titans, um this was 
a bad game for Josh Allen, but I don't think it's one that we should really look too mm. far into. He has started the season absolutely incredibly, uh, winning the first four games with absolute confidence. It's almost as though sort of his raw nature has, has faded away. This game against the Titans, however, was not was not that definitive, confident quarterback performance that we've come to expect, really, from uh, from Josh Allen. But I think people have looked a little bit too far into, oh, Josh Allen's actually just come back down to normal. Maybe his first four games were a fluke. No chance. Absolutely <laughs> yeah, not. He's certainly a better quarterback than he was at the end of last season. I don't think I don't think it symbolises anything other than the guy had a bad game. Yeah. You know, we see yeah. we see bad games. I think he's still well on that sort of third year renaissance. I'd agree with that. Yep. Mm. Um, I mean there were flashes of that the whole game. It just there were diamonds in the rough, as it were. There was a was it his his, his first touchdown pass? Twenty, thirty yard, like absolute dime. Yeah, sort of rolls out to his left and throws it Yeah, yeah. Plumb into the hands through the needle. Yeah. Yeah. Any team that can't keep the ball out of Tennessee's hands is going to struggle this year. Yeah. Mm. And the worst part is is that the Titans are set up to basically never have to give the ball back either. It's what I said about Bill Belichick having Cam Newton in this power run scheme. The Titans don't have to give a flying fuck what you do. Like, Ryan Tannehill has become the master of the play-action pass. Derek Henry is... Look, you can hold your hands up, but let's just let's just talk like straight facts right here. Kirk Cousins has been the master of the play action pass for about eight <laughs> games. Jimmy Garoppolo is a lesser understudy. And then you've got Ryan Tannehill doing it consistently week in, week out. I'm I'm saying it. I that could he's... not be further from the truth. Kirk Cousins has been the master of play action since his Washington days. Why has he not won nothing then? What's Tannehill won besides the comeback <laughs> player of the year? <laughs> It still beats it. <laughs> the respect of his peers. Lollipop for you, Sam. <laughs> <laughs> can we can we just sort of commiserate the end of Josh Norman's career, by the way? For Oh, yeah, it's over. Yeah. You, there's no coming back from that. I mean, I can't remember who it was from the Buccaneers that got stiff-armed into oblivion, and that's because when you get stiff-armed out of the fucking shadow realm, you don't get fucking brought back and have an NFL career. And Josh Norman, we're sorry, lad, you've been cut. Yeah, he's gone the way of it. It was Tony Conti. That's <laughs> <laughs> the name I've not heard since. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody knows who he is anymore. Um, and soon Josh Norman will be lost to the history books. Condemned. Lost to the mists of time <laughs> by Derek Henry's stiff arm. Yeah. Who who did he uh, who did he stiff? Well, I mean, Earl Thomas hasn't played a game since Earl, uh, since Derrick Henry stiff armed him into oblivion at the end. Well, in the playoffs last year, so there's something to yeah. be said that Derrick Henry ruins NFL careers. I mean, he single handedly like demolished Saxonville, didn't he? Yeah, he did. Yeah, because that that was the definitive point of when Saxonville went from like. Oh, they can at least still be a competent defense. To we are blowing everything up. We're trading Jalen Ramsey. This entire team is cr- fucking crooked. Yeah, so, yeah our but... pass rush has just sort of become a hug. <laughs> yeah. Um, also, I mean, this is on a completely unrelated note, but the way Sam's just been carrying his his viewing thing around, do you think Sam his neck beard is sort of starting to get that Andrew Luck vibe? A little bit, yeah. I think Sam is our most Andrew Luck re- uh, resembling host. I think he's probably on the on the top five of Andrew Luck likes. 
Fuck out of here with neckbeard shit. It's it's volume. Oh, it's great. Don't get us wrong. It is a great bit, and it's very well styled. I think if it were blonder, would be would be drawing Fitzpatrick comparisons, which Mm. is. I did just sign Andrew Luck to my Giants team on Madden. Did you? Mm. I immediately let Eli Manning go, which people didn't seem happy about. But who cares what Giants fans think? Yeah. (laughs) Hey. um, Hey. Fuck. I, I thought I'd got him. I got a I got a clip, so, uh, Tom, of you saying, "Go on, you boys in blue." Last year, last week, and I'm going to put it over every every Giants game that we <laughs> we have now. I think it works. Um, yeah, that's that's pretty much as far as we can really go with with Titans Bills. Should we get into week six? Dun 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 dun. Week six. Yeah, let's do it. And sticking with Tennessee, they are our first game up. They're playing the Texans, currently really without a, a main stay head coach after Bill, Bell, uh, Bill O'Brien's departure two weeks ago, or last week, or whatever you want to, whatever you really want to call it. Titans are winning this one, aren't they? Yeah, no question. I can't look round, I can't look past, sorry, the Titans on this one. I just think they've got too much for the Texans. Like when you consider how many yards the Texans have given up on the ground, mm. and then to have mm. Derrick Henry sort of steamroller and into town. Very true. Yeah, you don't. You, I think they're something like the twenty seventh rush defense in the league, and they're up yeah, against the number one power rusher in the league. I actually think you might be sort of overselling them at twenty seven. <laughs> I was going sort of based off of I think yards allowed. But ah, right. Well, yeah, Seattle they, are right down there as well. Yeah, but yeah, they are, yeah. Seattle, I think Seattle have got like the thirty-first defense in the league. Like they are, they are fucked on defense, but wow. they are five yeah. and zero, and that shows exactly what stats mean to anything. And we should abandon mm. this conversation immediately. Yeah, true. Before <laughs> PFF come for my head. <laughs> <laughs> it's well, he's just going to be taken out. Like we're just going to be like, oh Tom, where's, where's Tom? It's just this man has been murdered by PFF. <laughs> what what will happen is like this meeting will disappear. And uh, I'll just come back and they'll just be like a PFF thing and there'll be someone pretending to put on a Yorkshire accent over the top. And that'll be like, <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> oh, no! He's <laughs> throwing a touchdown pass, he has. Come on, you boys in blue. My <laughs> gum. <laughs> right. So, yeah. I mean... Based on the sort of anything can happen, I don't. I don't think we. I don't think we can completely discount the Texans because Deshaun Watson's always got a chance, but it's a small chance. Yeah, Eagles Ravens. I, I don't really know where I stand with the Eagles. Still, they're they're a team that are clearly lacking in confidence, but they they still have big players that can make a dif- difference in terms of on the defense. You've got your Fletcher Cox. Got your Derek Barnett's. I think I think the Ravens are gonna win this game comfortably, but I don't I just don't know where I stand with basically anyone in the NFC East except the Giants and football team. I mean, like, how can you extrapolate from that? Yeah. I know where I stand on this game though. <laughs> where do you where do you stand? It's a bird bowl. A bird bowl! <laughs> <laughs> That's what I care about. <laughs> It's the Edgar um, Allan Poe equivalent, the Gothic yes. Bird Bowl. I mean, are there any eagles in the Raven? <laughs> no, there's a Raven in the Raven. 
said the kid. <laughs> you know the you know the Ravens are named after Edgar Allan Poe because he was born in Baltimore. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. True fact for you there. Um, I've never read any Edgar Allan Poe, and the only reason I know anything about The Raven is because of the, that first Simpsons Treehouse of Horror. It's the only thing that I know about it as well. I mean, I, <laughs> I do know slightly more and will comfortably say that you are not missing out. In not reading Poe, your life is not in any way worse. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Uh, I think... I mean, the... Baltimore's offense looked pretty trash last week. And I think, you know, Carson Wentz looked, you know, better than he has done. I think there's I think there's potential for an upset here. Letting those onions hang early, so are you prepared to put your put your fucking name on it? Because I am updating the spreadsheet as this goes along. I'm gonna I'm gonna fill it in afterwards, but I am <gasps> so behind in the prediction ranking. Which is my own fault. I missed a week. Uh, penance must be paid. The but... worst part about that, by the way, is is we tried to sort of come up with a solution to maybe allow you to get back into it without having to forfeit uh, 15 points. And yet you still just said, no, I'll take my punishment. I'll take it. I don't, I don't want your pity. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's Sam, kind of... Sam Longdon is a man of honour. That's lawful good right there. I should get a sweet like rat tail like a samurai. Did Samurai's have rat tail? You mean like a Padawan? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, the only way that I'm going to like ever claw this back is if I take the predictions that no one else will and just wait for the eventual upsets because that's the only place I'm getting points that aren't obvious. So... Yeah, the, prob- the problem is if you're picking against obvious teams then this this theory will bite you in the arse when, oh, I got Ravens against Eagles, right? But I picked the Giants against someone because I was picking upsets. Well, no, there's a limit to it. It's, <laughs> it's at the, the New York border. Um, <laughs> what, so just the Bills then? <laughs> I'd, I'd, I'd still pick the Bills. But yeah, I think, I mean, yeah, Baltimore's offense was garbage. How 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 many yards did they keep Lamar Jackson to do? Was it like three? I think it was slightly deceptive though because Lamar, Lamar Jackson showed up on the injury report with a knee injury last week, whereas Ooh. he's no longer on that injury report. So I think he may have potentially just been hampered a little bit by that, but the Bengals defense on... did play him well. Yeah. Did he go on before or after the game? He went on way before. I think he was on on Wednesday and okay. he stayed on it until game day. I think just okay. for my for a little bit of fancy advice to anyone out there, I think now might be the time to consider dropping Lamar Jackson. De- shut up! <laughs> <laughs> I did. Uh, can we all just quickly just point out? I mean, we've 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 got this partnership now with Gridiron Extra, and they're all very much fantasy football like experts, and they they sit there analyzing things for for quite some time, and they're all probably winning in their respective leagues. Um, although I can confirm that Connor and and Ben are not winning in in the league that i'm in with them but ed sent a thing into our sort of like group chat being like oh i've got i've got a bit of a question for you fantasy heads and i was like i was sat there and i was like wait those are his players in in our league (laughs) no (laughs) so if ed beats me i'm 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 attributing the victory to gridiron extra and not ed wilkins well, that's that's classic Steelers I mean, right there. Blame, well, any, well, blame well, anyone well. but the loss on yourself. <laughs> Besides, well, I can actually, I can actually quote directly from this. I have it open. 
And Tom said, asking questions to the experts because he's scared. And then I said, oh, I just saw a team that's at the bottom of the league. Didn't realize it was you. Wait, I didn't even realize that you'd said that. I'm not, well, I've actually, I think I've got the second amount of points scored, but I just keep playing against teams that are like just scoring more. It's it's weird. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to check it anyway. Funny that. Wait. I keep scoring lots of points. It's just the other teams <laughs> seem to score more. <laughs> no, I have. I've, looked, I've got the third highest amount of points against. It's not as though I've got a bad defense. It's just that everyone else seems to play well when they're facing me. Ah, <laughs> uh, look at the draw. Look at the draw. Speaking of look at the draw, little cloud. <laughs> <laughs> that I'm not. I don't have Daniel Jones on my team, but I'm imbued with his kind of lackadaisical spirit. So I think this will turn in. <laughs> yeah, I think this will go south for me fairly quickly. In fact, I think it'll go south for me this week. But because Dan is looking fairly, fairly good. Yeah. Ever since I lost Alan Dan. Lazard, man. Yeah, why? Why have you decided to put Alan Lazard on IR? Because he's gone. <laughs> it's it? like, okay, I think it's the biggest waste of an IR spot I've ever seen. Well, I've not got anyone else using it. I think he's going to be back, maybe week 12, 13, 14, um, very conservatively. I think Green Bay. Are gonna, I think Green Bay are gonna make the playoffs this year, as long as Rogers doesn't have a. How brave an opinion, considering they're at five and zero. Oh, sorry, four and zero. Oh. I know that's why I'm here for the Maverick takes, um, <laughs> and I think Alan Lazard's gonna be a big part of that. You could not be more wrong. Anyway, I think we need to move on. It's moving on. Uh, speaking of your <laughs> Maverick takes, Sam, um, have you got a potential upset on the cards here for Vikings Falcons? That's if it goes ahead. If it goes um, ahead. I think, in a way, this is a, a kind of a win-win. Because if either of these teams were to succeed, then it would be a surprise. <laughs> oh, He's dear. fucking come for the neck again. It's why I went to <laughs> Sam first. I wait for him to set the bar, and then we all just try and level up to it. Oh, Sam. I think I think um, I think the Vikings gonna win. They like if they can hold it together, then like that first half against Seattle was nigh on perfect. And I think you know against a team like the Falcons, which have you know as little staying power as is possible, I I can't see them losing. That being said, I will predict the Falcons for you know just so I've got a little bit on the side. All right, so yeah, so you're you're winning on both because you've said the Vikings should win, but also you've picked the Falcons. So whichever well, way, you've got a moral victory. Well, if the if the Vikings, you know, play as you know we would expect them to, coming off a, a disappointing but strong performance against Seattle, then they will win. But you know, how much can you count on a team so perennially disappointing? Yeah. In a in a more football <laughs> in a more football based argument, I think the Falcons run defence will be too shit yeah. for even a Dalvin Cookless Falcon uh, Vikings, sorry, to struggle against them. I think that the Vikings Who's your backup? Are... Madison. Alexander Madison. Um, 
who's easily better than a lot of running backs that are for some teams first choices like the jets and Kalen yes. Balage. <laughs> but we'll come on to that later it's actually um, it's Kalen Balage derby week out of the 19 teams that Kalen Balage has suited up for only, only one of them he's actually played for not on a practice squad yeah it's been now, <laughs> and now he's going to be the number one back in uh, in New York just, God help us. The Vikings are going to win this game. I, I'm i desperate for the Vikings to win this game, and we've kind of had Atlanta's number recently, but I'm ho- I am hopeful. You know, Matt Ryan can torch those young cornerbacks again. I think it depends but... on whether or not Ridley and Julio were playing. Right now, they're both still questionable and on the injury report, to the point where I'm mm. looking to trade away Julio Jones in one of my leagues because he's he's done nothing and is still injured. And I need I need wins now, but you know, <laughs> I need <Jones>. wins now. <laughs> yeah, I think I've I think I've gone Falcon, uh, not Falcons Vikings. I don't know why I keep doing that. Maybe I just look at these two completely it's inept because... teams with bad cornerbacks and just think, you know what, they're yeah. both the same interchangeable. Yeah, your brain. You said Vikings, and then your brain was like, no, that can't be right, and you have to kind of. <laughs> you mean soft two teams. reset. <laughs> Two teams with a combined seven Super Bowl losses. <laughs> <laughs> how many of those uh, are? How many of those are the Vikings? Four. Five, four. Uh, uh, have we lost four or five? It might be four. I think it, it's four. Yeah. It, yeah. With a with a with a team who's been to the Super Bowl the most times, it's never won it. It's the losingest oh. franchises in the planet. <laughs> That's what I like to support. <laughs> Hey Sam, I've just realised I have this set up in my little office, but I don't think you've ever been in here. We get to the game that I've written an article about. Um, oh, it's yeah. it's it's the incident bowl. It's Steelers Browns. The Hans battle Field. of the two, may, maybe the two most unlikable franchises in the NFL. Mm. <laughs> I don't know about that. Mm. The Patriots. Are the Browns unlikable? No, the Browns are very unlikable. Oh, I like Baker Mayfield. They've sort of got this like plucky underdog status, but actually they're like they kind of crap for a reason. Yeah, they've just sort of been like completely inept for so long that it's not even a point of like underdog. It's just sort of like plankton, is what I'd describe them as. <laughs> not underdog, plankton. Yeah, just drifting. They have no, they have no kind of decision on which direction they go. They just go with the tides. It's a little bit like... Swallowed up by some baleen. (laughs) Did any of you guys ever play uh, Maxis concept game Spore in like 2008? Do you know that first stage where you basically start out as Plankton (laughs) and you evolve them? Yeah. The Browns have sort of... They've now reached that second level where you can start eating the slightly shitter ones, except they still think that they're like one of the big sharks that could easily yeah. eat the shit out of them. Um yeah. so except it's got like six eyes and a mouth where its arse should be. Yeah, exactly. So like this is <laughs> this is sort of where we've ended up with the Browns as a franchise. But what I will say is that this is the best Browns team that they have had mm-hmm. I think since the merger. Since Jim Brown was there. Since Jim Brown. Because oh my god. The the <laughs> The the Cleveland Browns have been so bad for so long that them having talent is weird. 
but they have talent, and it slightly scares me. Mm. Do you do you sense sort of the wind shifting in the AFC North? No. <laughs> I wouldn't go so that far. I'd sense that the Browns could potentially make the playoffs for the first time since two thousand and three. I'm excited. Yeah, this should. I think that this one will be a good game. I think that there's yeah. a lot. I might actually try it. and watch this whole one. Ooh, Sam actually choosing to watch a whole game. Well, it's on Sky, so there'll be plenty of illegal streams that we're definitely not advocating hey. that you should use. But yeah. Steelers-wise, um, I mean, it's just... The Browns have got one of the best running attacks. The Steelers have got one of the best run defences. Baker Mayfield can't throw. The Steelers' secondary this year can't cover. Whereas on the on the other side of it, the Steelers can't really run, and the Browns have been able to cover the run quite well. But their, their sort of pass defence has been quite bad, to be honest. I think that that's the thing that's let the Browns down. They're still in belief that Ben Ben Roethlisberger's arm is fucked and they're going to try and challenge him to throw it over the top. And I don't trust Andrew Sendejo as a cover safety because he's fucking wank. He's just definitively, I think, the worst cover safety in the okay. NFL right now. What do you mean? <laughs> no. He's terrible. You can, you can yeah. attest to this. Yeah. Oh, he's crap, yeah. And like, the Browns I'll, I'll, know this. They are they are scared about the fact that Andrew Sandejo will be their starting safety, and they are shitting themselves that Chase Claypool is going to burn them for eighty yards. I love him, but I know he's crap. Yeah, he's also a <laughs> complete arsehole, and they oh, they're yeah, yeah. well aware of that as well. So you know, yeah. oh yeah, I'm expecting he, it to be an interesting game. When when he was at Minnesota, he made some of those some of those hits, and you just like, hmm. Well, yeah. I don't know. In in the sort of incident bowl, it wasn't just the incident that we can sort of look at. It was the it was the way that the Browns' defense went for the wide receiving core, and they don't have Greg. What's his fucking name now? The complete arsehole used to be with the Jets. Greg uh, Williams. Greg Williams. They don't have Greg there anymore, so at least like it won't be quite as headhunty, but. There were a lot of big shots, and I think Andrew Sandejo is going to try and assert himself that way, get ejected early doors for wiping out James Washington on like a six-yard curl route, and then... <laughs> Who would hurt poor little James? Well, I don't know. <laughs> Not a clue, but yeah. I mean, it'll, I think it'll be the game of the week. I think there's enough riding on it, and there's enough intrigue about how these two teams will play against each other because they counter each other so well, I think. So, mm. yeah, I think I think this could be a good, interesting game. Do you th- is there a part of you that thinks that it's just going to devolve into some sort of sweaty violence? No, I don't <laughs> think so. I think, I think that Stefanski hope. and Tomlin have got enough respect for each other as coaches because they were together in Minnesota yeah, they were. In, in 2006, in the one year that Tomlin was there. And I think that they both come out and said that they've both got great respect for how the other one has been coaching their team. It's it's going to come down to whether or not certain players can keep their head. But I don't think that Stefanski is going to be trying to fucking headhunt people. Yeah. The good news is at least Mason has a much better chance to keep his. <laughs> yeah, very true. Very true. Mostly because he's not playing. Mm-hmm. And on that note, I'm going to pick the Browns for this game. If that's all right. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, I mean, I if it wasn't for allegiances, I think I'd be 
feeling kind of frisky about how the Browns are setting up. But also the Browns haven't won at Heinz Field since 50 Cent's Inda Club was in the charts. So In my house, that get could it, be any year. Get it back in there. 2004, Ed. Also, it, I did mention about how the Browns haven't been to the playoffs since 2003. Do you know which team uh, sent them crying home on the wildcard round? Um, I do because it was in your article. But... Sam, do you want to do you want to hazard a guess at which which team it was that completely fucked the Browns' last chance of making anything? Uh, I have no idea. Would you believe me if I said that the last two Browns playoff losses have come at the hands of the Steelers? Ooh. <laughs> it, yeah. So the last time that the Browns won at Heinz Field was a year after the Steelers sent them home. And then a year before the Steelers won a Super Bowl, the Browns haven't been in the playoffs since. I think it's coming back around, baby. Well, we'll have to wait and see. <laughs> that was. That... <laughs> we'll have to wait and see. <laughs> no, I'm not like. I'm. I'm. I'm nervous, but I'm not like. I don't. You're not bullish about your chances. You're not overinflating Pittsburgh's status here. Yeah, no, I'm not. I'm not saying that like you'd be wrong to pick the Browns because I I've been quite high on the Browns as a football team all year, to be honest. Like, but as people, but as people now, <laughs> I respect Kevin Stefanski and I. What about, what about John Dorsey? That, I think that J, uh, Jarvis Landry is a good player, and I That's like Nick Chubb on that team. He thinks that Kareem Hunt is a very successful woman beater. Yeah, I yeah, uh, I'm going to leave it there before I, I I point out that Kareem Hunt is the biggest piece of shit in Cleveland since uh, basically all of Cleveland. But you know, there you go. Cool, let's go. Colts Bengals <laughs> sticking in Ohio, but technically also not in Ohio again. Wow, what can you say? It's happened again, hasn't it, for Cincy? Yeah, I'm not excited about watching Cincy anymore. There was a very, there was a very, very brief window where I was like, oh, I can't wait to watch, I can't wait to watch the Bengals this week. And then now I'm just like, oh, yeah, Joe I'm... Mixon's going to be running into walls all afternoon. The defense is going to be sort of decent but uninspiring. Burrow's going to throw some passes to AJ Green and they're going to get dropped. Or isn't Joe Mixon also great at beating women? What? Yeah, what I was mean, it that Joe races... Mixon did? I think while he was at college. He slugged another student. I wasn't aware of that because he always looks so smiley when I have when I look at him on fantasy. Ah, yeah, but that's that's the thing. Like Adrian Peterson always looks smiley, but Adrian Peterson was a fucking child beater, wasn't he? A bit. Yeah. <clears throat> I didn't yeah. know that. Can we have like a list of all of the shit play things that NFL players have done? Yeah. No, because mm-hmm. then we'd all be out of jobs again, Sam. Yeah. I, mean, I tell you, it won't be on that list. Don't say Daniel Jones. Don't for fuck's sake. You can't do any crimes if you're in your mum's basement all day. Whereas someone, someone around this around this table's quarterback has done two rapes. <laughs> <laughs> the the wording of that was was just it was it was mwah, superb. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know whether or not we're allowed to even say that because it the it's all well, it's all allegations. I, it? I mean, uh, yeah, he uh, doesn't look like the kind of guy that I'd presume innocence. 
He looks like a dirty, <laughs> a dirty old pervert. Has anyone seen the the video of Ben Roethlisberger playing basketball with Shaquille O'Neal? I can't no. imagine a, a worse basketball player in my mind. No, Ben Roethlisberger actually was quite good at basketball. I refuse to believe that. No, genuinely, Ben Roethlisberger can shoot. No, I don't believe you. You don't believe well, so, me? I mean, I so think... can DeAndre Baker. Hang on. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Let me have a look. I'm pretty sure. Oh that, come like, on, that was funny. Give me more I, laughs. I, I, laugh. I gave you. I gave you some laughs. <laughs> Give me a mercy chuckle. How do you know he was so good at high school? Because there's like videos of him and, what, and shit. Like what ancient texts have you decoded? They, no, there's genuinely like a high school film of, of Ben Roethlisberger like <laughs> well, saw, absolutely fucking killing it. He was like a power forward. Thing. Yeah. They it's fucking like... tied up their a book with a belt or some shit. <laughs> I don't understand like why it's so hard runes. about Ben Roethlisberger used to be a wide receiver in college. And Ben Roethlisberger... A bit of a chunk. Yeah? <laughs> bit of a big rapey chunk. <laughs> <laughs> How have we ended up talking more about this than the Colts-Bengals? I mean, I it's hard to avoid. <laughs> we sort of yeah. never even tried, though. <laughs> I like how... I feel like this hasn't come up much in kind of previous episodes. It definitely has. It just usually gets cut out. Oh, <laughs> Does that mean it'll be cut out of this one, Tom? I don't know. It makes I, up who's too doing much the editing this, this week? <laughs> All that's going to happen is every bit of good analysis, just as you finish, I'm going to go, and Big Ben raped two people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but who's, doing, who's genuinely doing the uh, the edit this week? Um, I'm going to throw mine and Emma's hats out of the ring because it's like Emma's birthday weekend. Okay, yeah, that's that's cool. I can potentially squeeze it in around. I can do it for you a little bit. Ball this week. What? Sorry. You say you playing b ball this weekend? Not b ball. I'm uh, I'm going to do band practice on Saturday, and then there's like an event that's happening. Are you? Is are the Fatlers coming back? We've actually we slightly changed our name, but like we don't know what to. Check shorts in the pretty, wallet chain. Thought it was a pretty shit band name. We're not the. Is that actually band. a star band, Tom, or is it? Have I just concocted that in no, my you've, mind? You've just come out of it with absolutely. I play bass, but yeah, like, they're drum and bass. We're not. We're not quite. <laughs> we're not quite that. I'd consider it more contemporary EDM. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine contemporary EDM though? I don't yeah, think it's that just, could exist. Just, it's just, yeah, everyone I brings think, out the yeah. loots. <laughs> contemporary again. I can see it. Yeah, isn't everything, like, this is currently contemporary because it's happening right now. Colts are going to win. Colts will win. Oh, yeah. yeah. All right. Next. Oh, wait, Colts. No. They're kind of uninspiring. Even to be, like, a, a team that are winning a lot, they're sort of, they're not doing so with any particular panache or flair. Yeah, like, the the fact that they are such a defensively good team has obviously led them to being in this position where they're sort of sat three and two and they look like a decent team and all of this good stuff. But I just can't get behind this 38-year-old Phil Rivers where he's, he's shown the levels of regression and now he's showing them again here in Indianapolis. And I just I can't get behind it. I don't think that Jonathan Taylor's quite as interesting as a running back as... I would like to watch on a Sunday when there are more think, interesting games going on. I think he will be interesting. Yeah, just not right now. Yeah. Um, and I just don't... Yeah, 
they're they're a little bit bland, unfortunately, because I like the Colts. Um, mm. I like the Colts as a franchise, and I can. They're, uh, yeah. they're plucky. Yeah, but yeah. I equally, I would much rather watch the Dolphins right now. Well, much rather watch the Dolphins. Fins up, baby. The Dolphins are one of the most exciting teams, but um... God, to be Ryan Fitzpatrick right now. Mm-hmm. Just imagine what I'd give. Well, it's a good job because they're playing Ryan Fitzpatrick's old team, the Jets. <laughs> Could have been anyone, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's true. They're playing the Jets, which means, you know, is can anyone on this is a question I might have asked this before, but can either of you see a conceivable situation in which the Jets get a win this year? No. Um, what's their schedule looking like? Uh, pretty wank, actually. To be fair, let's have a look at this. Because they had that, they had that resurgence at the end of last season that basically stopped them playing any of the fourth seeds. So now they're mm. playing a bunch of third seeds and they're not good enough to beat any of them. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, they also played the NFC the... West, so a nightmare. Yeah, if I'm looking to four, pick that's four these... L's. Yeah. If I'm looking to pick these Maverick picks, the Jets might be my friend. I don't think they will be, Sam. I really Dolphins, don't think they will be. Bills, Chiefs, Patriots, <laughs> Chargers, <laughs> oh. Dolphins again, Raiders... Seahawks, Rams, Browns, Patriots. That is a tough schedule. Ooh, that One of those teams has a losing record. That would be like a tough schedule for a football team, never mind like a group of individuals that like meet in a park. Marcus May and the Merryweathers. <laughs> oh, that, is, that is, yeah. It's, the Jets at the moment should just cease football operations until the draft. <laughs> 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 but pl- please, for the love of God, fire Adam Gase. Yeah, we we didn't actually remind everyone again. Fire the fuck out of Adam Gase, for God's so, sake! How the fuck? Right? How did the Jets end up in a position where they acquire the talents of Jamal Adams and Le'Veon Bell, and the coach is the man who outlasts the pair of them when they express vehemently? Fire the fuck out of this terrible human being. I mean, for for long-time listeners of the podcast who are wanting to experience more sort of football in a multimedia sense, um, I've actually, maybe this when this will come out, I've actually very recently released a short story on the life and times of Adam Gase. Um, you can access it at Gridiron Extra, and if it's out, we'll put the link in the description for this one. It is an absolutely stunning read. Agreed. Like, it might be the best thing I've ever done. I honestly, this sounds like a joke, but it's not. And I appreciate that me saying it sounds like a joke is kind of mean, but I did really <laughs> like Mono no Aware. <laughs> Do you prefer this to my poetry book? <laughs> yeah, because I can, like, it's on my level more. Like, the poetry book I did enjoy, but I felt like all the time I was reading it, I was wondering if I appreciated it on the level that it kind of demanded. But this, I can be like, ah. <laughs> this is lowbrow enough for everyone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can laugh at Adam Gase, like, pounding a, a jug of heavy cream and a baked potato. <laughs> okay. I'm going to I'm gonna go to the toilet and get a beer, so talk about something uninteresting while I do so. 
Perfect. Uh, Jags Lions. I'm leaving my headphones in though, so yeah. don't like make fun of me or anything. Please mute yourself. Just, yeah, so we just can't hear you having a piss. Yeah, that'd be terrible. Um, yeah. Although I think I'd probably prefer it than watching Jags Lions. To be fair. Every day, one man must sit on the floor in some pillows next to a clothing rail in a spare room while his colleagues sit on a comfy bed with appropriate seating. For just £200 in total, we can get this man a chair and a table so that he can podcast in comfort and not need to stretch his groin every week. Please, please pledge as much as you can or as much as you really want to, to this poverty-stricken boy and help him afford a table and chair. Please go to http colon forward slash forward slash www.stiffupperlippod.com forward slash the cleft chinchilla appeal appeal. Thank you, and please donate what you can to this unfortunate boy. Thank you. This has been a message brought to you by the Cleft Chinchilla Appeal Appeal Foundation. If you would like to know more, please visit our website. Thank you. Yeah. Which is just going to be fucking... Oh, God. It's going to be a bit of a trash fire, but... I mean, the the chances are it's going to be very high scoring, because it's Minshew and and Stafford, so at least we can sort of say, oh, there's going to be points here. Yeah, but am I going to care about any of the points? Like... No. A game that's very high scoring is only fun when you slightly care. Whereas I don't think that I'll give two shits about this Jags Lions game. Which is a shame because I again like the Lions. And I again like Gardner Minshew. But I hate Matt Patricia and Doug Marone enough to not give a flying fuck about either of them. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think either of them will sort of still have a job at their current organisations come the end of the season? By the time of the beginning of next season, no. They'll probably outlast like the playoffs where they won't be taking part and that's it. Maybe. Maybe. Probably pre-draft, I think. Because, I mean, two guys have already gone and it feels like this could be the year where like more than half of the coaching staff's Wind up on the curb. I I do actually agree on that front. Um, I sent a thing into the chat and it, it didn't actually get any response whatsoever. But uh, the sort of there's like a list of when every team last fired a head oh, coach. Yeah. I did no, I did look at this because I was thinking 2013. Absolutely, Leslie, yeah. Leslie Fraser. Absolutely crazy. Let me just get it open for you. So, just for the benefit of the listeners, this will the next few sentences out of Tom's mouth will include the word Steelers. Yeah, because of the fact that it's really interesting. <laughs> it's not just it from, is interesting. It's not worry. from the perspective of me being a Steelers fan. It's from the perspective of holy shit, that's really weird. I hope that I've made Sam laugh while he was having his wee and he sort of splashed wee on his jeans or something. <laughs> just come back and he's just got like a fucking like dark patch all the way yeah. down. Probably Someone's has to wipe up the accident. toilet seat as well. You know, while we have him on mute right now, we can just say, oh, Sam, you look like you've pissed yourself. Oh, and he's not here to defend Christ. himself. Oh, mate. Oh. Go on, sort that out. 
you're a disgrace. I know you've fucking broke your ankle, but this doesn't mean that you have to piss yourself. Ugh. Oh. Hi, Joke's Sam. on you. Since I dislocated my ankle, I pee sitting down. <laughs> <laughs> Incredible. I, I sometimes Enjoy. choose to sit down. It's, it's better in every conceivable way. It's free. Unless it's like a really, really cold morning and you sit your, you sort of sit your cheeks down on the thing and it's so cold. You get what I like to call frozen. I have a, I have a like heater above my toilet. Oh, yeah, so I can whack that on. Well, it's not good, but hey, on a frosty morning. Also, that uh, that chart that Tom sent of like when teams last fired their head coaches is kind of whack. When was it for the Steelers? Sixty eight. Nineteen sixty eight. Yeah, that's insane. That's crazy, though. So. To sort of give a little bit of clarity, we, there's a there's a list out there of when every team last fired their head coach pre uh, pre oh. week six, and we've got like obviously Bill O'Brien and Dan Quinn on there. Uh, the Lions last fired Jim Caldwell on the first of January 2018, and the Jags fired Gus Bradley on 2016. There's only five teams that have fired their head coach outside of this past decade. And that, oh, sorry, four teams even. The Baltimore Ravens fired Brian Billick on two, uh, in 2007. Uh, the Saints fired Jim Hazlitt in 2006. The Patriots fired Pete Carroll in 2000 and obviously replaced him with Bill Belichick. And then the Pittsburgh Steelers fired Bill Austin, 1968. So I've never heard of Bill Austin. I've never heard of Bill Austin either, but it's, it's pre-Steelers winning more than four games in a season so that's oh. probably why he got fired but the man who took over Chuck Knoll uh, stayed with the Steelers for 22 years retired got reta- got replaced by Bill Cower who then retired after I think 16 years and now Mike Tomlin's been in the job for 15 so yeah can you imagine living in the city of Pittsburgh for that long I reckon so. I reckon I could, but that's because I've. It's very similar to Sheffield, and I've lived in. Yeah, Sheffield I was gonna so. say. I was gonna shit on it, and then I was like, "Ah, Steel City." Yeah, it's literally like I'm. I'm. I wish I could say that I was joking, but like when I went, it is the American equivalent of Sheffield. Like there is. I'm all in. The nice bit, which is the like city center itself, which has got some rough-ish areas. There are a lot of districts around it that are named kind of weird things and they've all got like a sense of community and everyone is interested in the sports teams and the drinking and the the industry. That's pretty much it. So like it is basically just Sheffield in America. So yeah, yeah I could imagine. I could, I could get behind it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. Can, I can see it. At yes. some point we should take a class field trip. I'd love that. Should we all go to like America at some point in like ten years' time when we've all actually Ah, but then do we go to do we go to New York? We go we do to a tour. Go, we do a tour of everyone's favourite team. So we all go right, to guys, New hands Jersey. In. Hands in. Hands in. Here we go. We've got it on recording and it w- it will be going in. Within the next ten years, the Stiff Upper Lip Podcast will do an episode live from a hotel in New York. Or Chicago, or Pittsburgh, or Minnesota. 
Or all four. Or all four. <laughs> Minnesota. Oh, we could actually do one if from you... the Stiff Upper Lip Homeboys Tour. If you think I'm paying money to, to go to Minnesota... We can go actually, there for a game. The scenery is probably... What yeah, the mean? scenery is probably really nice. It's the land of 10,000 lakes. <laughs> to be fair, 10, yeah, that... <laughs> that is true. There's plenty of hiking opportunities in Minnesota. So there. How, how <laughs> common are kind of bears and cougars and such? Well, I, w- I would say not very. Honestly, I'm going to hazard a guess and say very for bears. Yeah. Depending on how this ankle feels up, I like my chances of us three of escaping a bear or cougar. But what about Emma? Uh, well, Ed has to carry Emma, which is why he's at the back of the pack. That's true, actually. It, it'll almost sort of be like, do you know in, in Empire Strikes Back where Chewbacca is carrying C-3PO? Yeah. It'll sort of be like what, that. Does, that, does that mean like I'm carrying hair on my back and then I've got her like legs in my hands? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Although, you equally, know. We should, like, if if we know we're going to bear country and like, you know, I feel like we should probably get Emma some kind of armor or, you know, maybe a like a, a high-powered shotgun or just chain just... mail. We just get her in a wall and pay wall paint jersey and I'll leave her alone. <laughs> Suddenly they'll fucking they'll all be showing up Worship with like her. a big mustache, big bears <laughs> cap. <laughs> right, okay. Shall we move on? Yeah. Uh, Panthers, speaking of bears, bears country, Panthers Bears is next. It's a game that I haven't picked because I don't. Why Panthers you? baby? Because right. Every time Emma I pick, gonna kick your ass. Every time so. I pick against the Bears, Emma shits on me because I've been like, oh, but you don't like the Bears. It's like, no, I don't trust the Bears to win a game and then they win the game and then I look like an idiot. But I still so don't trust really the Bears to win you. a game. <laughs> the pan- I mean, the Panthers look great. I don't think... Panthers. It, I don't think this... Panthers. I don't... Yeah. I thought you said Packers. No... <laughs> No, no. <laughs> Panthers. Um, <laughs> Packers QB Teddy Bridgewater. Yeah, I'm I'm going I'm going Panthers purely on the back of Teddy. Yeah. Well like Teddy, Robbie Anderson's looking still fantastic. He looks like the biggest crack addict. Have you ever seen what he looks like? Oh yeah, he looks wild. He also I'm on the fantasy team now, he's Robbie Anderson doesn't know about anything to do with the real world, by the way. He knows absolutely (laughs) nothing. Has anyone seen, like, the Panthers' basically, like, social media presence is essentially just, what does Robbie Anderson not know this week? So, like, he didn't didn't know the Panthers' mascot, which is, like, fair enough, but, like, he he looked up at him and he was like, what the fuck is that? And then it was just like, they were like, it's a Panther, it's it's the mascot, and he was just like, what the fuck? What is it they call him? Sir Per. Sir Per, that's yeah. it. Yeah. And he was like, You actually call him that? I, I'm with Robbie Anderson on this. It's terrible. I agree. <laughs> but also, like, okay, whatever. But then uh, after their win, they were playing perennially overplayed white person song Sweet Caroline in the dressing room. And Robbie Anderson had never heard Sweet Caroline before. He was just sort what? of looking like, eh? He looked really fucking clueless about what was going on. I don't think for for any non-white person that you know, I don't think that's terribly surprising. Are you going to? Are, are you? Are you going to? Whoa! Stick your neck out and say that 
Sweet Caroline is sort of a racial song. No, it's just, well, I guess it is in a way that, like, sometimes racist people talk about, like, white culture. There is no white culture apart from Sweet Caroline. And Mr. Brightside, <laughs> actually. Yeah, it's the only bridge that unifies all white peoples. Yeah. And now no, we're back really, to digging really holes hate with Mr. Brightside. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, do you hate Mr. Brightside as well? With an utter Oh my passion. god, thank fuck. If, okay, if it had gone like totally under the radar, d- fine, it's a good song. The Killers are good. I can, See, this, I can nah. get down to it. I, I I can't recall a killer song that I like, which I think might be more on me than anyone You're, else. I think actually, it might you know be more what? on you, to be fair, because I, I, I do think that the killers have made some good songs. However, Mr. Brightside yeah, like, is... Their last album is actually pretty good. Mm. I can't say like... I've listened to it, and I think it's because I'm scared that they're just going to chuck in, like, 15 seconds of... Well, like, a little 15 seconds of every bit of Mr. Brightside to appease all of the white women <laughs> named Becky. <laughs> They've moved on. There's a song with Elton John on. It's really good. Yeah, but Elton John shows up in everything. The Gorillas have got a song with Elton John on it now. Yeah, which is great. No, because like the the song is good up until like Six Lack is singing, and then it's like really really bad auto tune, and I don't like it. I don't. Can can we get back to the sport? All of the Song Machine series are pretty like good. The one with Slow Time, Damon Albarn, fucking whips. To be fair, Damon Albarn's in every Gorillaz song. He is the Gorillaz. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that killer song with Brad and Flowers, man. <laughs> Who else is on that fucking Slow Tide track? I, I don't know. know. Slow Tide on it. That's enough for me. But anyway, Panthers Bears. You've both gone Panthers. Yeah. Yeah. And I can say I can say with absolute certainty Emma will go Bears. Yeah. Um, yeah. Go on, Tom. Go on. Vote your conscience. I, I just don't. Now. I don't want Emma to feel like I'm fucking purposely voting against the Bears every week. I just don't think that they're that good. They're not a team that you can believe in. I just in the same way, like I'm only voting Colts this week because of the fact that I know for a fact that like they've got like the fourth best run defense and and they're playing the Bengals who were absolute garbage. The Bears don't inspire me as a team to watch. Like, they have Nick Foles throwing, like, fine. They have, like, Alan Robinson, who's played very well. And that's it on the offense. And then on the defense, like, it's it's good. Mm. It's a good, it's a good defense. Mm Mm-hmm. But you're gonna, but you're gonna vote Panthers. I'm gonna go, I'm, I'm voting Panthers. I just, I can't. I hate it because it's going to make me look like an arsehole, but I'm not. I, I, I don't think it's going to make you look like an arsehole this time. Okay. I, genuinely, <laughs> I've, I've, I've not voted anti-Bears for any reason other than that I don't believe in them as a, as a team. And maybe I've, that's I've more it, on you than them. I've got it. I've got it. I've got it wrong four times. It's not me being an arsehole though. I just still don't have believe. Have any of these performances been worthy of your confidence? No. No. Like even the Buccaneers one, like they won by twenty to nineteen, and it was like, okay, that's that's all well and good. Like you did your game plan of hold them to under twenty points by one. Yeah, that's I, only going to get you so far. Yeah, they're going to have a yeah. humbling experience this this week. It's all going to come crashing down. <laughs> um, yeah, I've gone Panthers. Fuck it. 
I, I've gone Panthers, but I mean, for the sake of my sanity around this week, I do kind of hope the Bears win. Yeah, that's true. It is ah. like it is Emma's birthday week, so like I hope that Ooh. I hope that she has fun watching the Bears play well. Yes, I just I don't see that the Panthers lose. Yeah, no, no. But happy birthday anyway to Emma. <laughs> we'll, be doing, we'll be doing the Tuesday episode, and her birthday is Wednesday, so we might get to say that to her in person on ah. Tuesday. Yay! Muscle Yeah. What's next? Giants, uh, Giants, Washington. Ooh. Ooh. So uh, I wanted to join in with the howls. It's okay. It's okay. Dead franchises. Um, <laughs> dead or dying? No, that no. He's the quarterback for the Giants. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um. Dwayne Haskins. I did a lot of film study on Dwayne Haskins, and he is bad. Like, why did you do that? <laughs> yeah, what possessed you to to sit down and watch? <laughs> How much film did you watch of Dwayne Haskins? About an hour and a half. Oh God! It's like um, watching like film of Aaron Rodgers and being like, you know what, this guy's got something. <laughs> <laughs> no, I wanted to see exactly whether because you know some things can be coached and some things can't. And like his his reads are absolutely all over the place. Like, and so the, the Washington offense is like built on these crosses, right? Like the the main tenor of their passing offense is players sort of crossing across the middle, either because they're open or to make space for like shorter routes. And what would happen is whenever the guy crossed over the middle and was open, he would throw a shitty check down because he didn't trust himself to throw over the middle. And whenever it was covered, he would hold on the ball too long get sacked that was they were like the only two things that happened like occasionally he'd throw a beautiful deep ball up go all right and then the next paid like like just launched the ball past antonio gibson on like a screen it was shit mm. so yeah that's my that's my dwayne haskins takes um but he's not playing in this game so hot take he's, he's bad is uh, is Kyle Allen starting, or does Alex Smith get his first start in over two years? Shut him down. <laughs> shut him down. I mean, don't the poor man. He suffered enough. Don't let him get anywhere yeah. near the game. Yeah, don't. It was good. It was brilliant to see him. He should yeah. get the comeback player of the year. They should rename. But, yeah, the, to the, even sh- come back onto that team, they should rename the award after him. The Alex Smith you know, comeback the player of the year. Yeah. And then just Washington say, okay, Alex. Alex. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, he, sh- he shouldn't be, he shouldn't, if there's anyone that can play instead, they should play. <laughs> for, sa- for safety reasons. So for the sort of 106 players that are more likely to play than Dwayne Haskins this game, uh, how do we feel like they're going to influence this game in particular? Because I've gone for a Giants win. Come on, you boys in blue. That's my boy. I'm picking Washington on this one because they've served me kind of well in the past picking them. Go on, you boys in blue. Um, I've got I've got to go with uh, with my boys. It's gone back boys to the Giants blue, bandwagon. Together, blue. 
I mean, technically, you can say that because this week in particular, we are now together blue. Come on, you boys <laughs> in blue. But do not count on me to bet. I'm going to be fucking... Thing. Pretty blue after that Giants game. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I would. I would literally. I would do terrible things to have a, a kind of uh, a phrase as good as fins up. I would. It's so good. I adore it. And I'm stuck here like a fucking schmuck saying "together blue." Vikings have skull. That's all we've got. What does that mean, by the way? It means cheers in Norwegian. I appreciate that. Such a fucking pretentious football team. <laughs> pretentious? Oh, we're going to use Norwegian as a, like... Oh, God. No. I'm sorry. Sorry, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a working class franchise, which is why I don't know. <laughs> no, because, like, if the Vikings embrace the working class in any way, shape, or form, then it'd be, it'd be fine, but, like, it's just now... And fucking. Oh, what do you mean? No, what do you not, mean I'm if not. the Vikings embrace the working class? Just, they're, not, they're not the football's bourgeoisie. It's certainly just... not the, the Vikings, is it? <laughs> I just. No. Go, go to Seattle and sip your lattes if you want to be. What? <laughs> Are you implying well, that a latte is a, is a fancy coffee? Yes. <laughs> Have you ever. When it is literally the. The world's moving on. It's called a cappuccino, and wait till you see how much it costs. <laughs> Have you seen um, that Al, Al Pacino Dunkachino ad? No. It's from a, an Adam Sandler movie. I think it's from Jack and Jill, which is a fucking horrible movie. But there's a bit in it which is a fake ad for Dunkin' Donuts that Al Pacino does, and it is the greatest thing in the world where he does like a song and like raps um, <laughs> it's great and there's a bit where he's like say hello to my chocolate blend um, <laughs> honestly if if you if you're listening to this go to YouTube and search Dunkachino right now we'll wait. it's better once than you, this podcast once you're finished with that search Portuguese gremlins because that is an equally good that is e yeah Portuguese gremlins, or in its or in its translation, knee high hijinks. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> right, we we should move on from Portuguese yeah. gremlins uh, to a game that yeah. should have happened last week, but didn't because of the COVID protocol. Ooh. We're going to get the Patriots Broncos. I guess we're all in agreement that we're going against Brett Rippon. Was well, is, is Drew Lock not back? Isn't yeah, I think Drew Lock's back. <gasps> is he? Lock Street's yeah. back, all right. And Cam's out of the COVID protocol, so we might actually get the game that we were promised. Two star, what? <laughs> rather than Ripon and Hoyo, we might get. Yeah, we might actually <laughs> get a game Lock. with some semblance of You know of what? Play. I enjoy Brett Ripon. Ripon and Hoyer is the like Starsky and Hutch like that a never was. Like a really bad legal team. <laughs> <laughs> they just tell you to like stick any evidence in a bin. <laughs> it's like I don't know some like weird branch of law like legislative say Rippon have you got those divorce files sure thing I Hoyer I shredded them this morning <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah I forgot they're lawyers but they're also somehow in the gold rush <laughs> I shredded them this morning I did 
No, that was. I've just I've butchered the accent, but they were from they were meant to be from like Manhattan, sleazy Manhattan lawyers. I'd watch that. (laughs) Right, we. Yeah, I'm. Oh jeez, have have you seen that murder suspect? (laughs) Which one of us? Where are you going for that? Ed, go for it. I don't know, ribbon. What? (laughs) What's happening? How have we devolved into this? Oh no, um, I've decided that Hoyer's going to be played by Chris Rock. <sighs> no Chris Rock what. impressions allowed. <laughs> this, is a, this, is a not, this is an anti-racist podcast. <laughs> Alright, let's record. on. Yeah, this game. Um, hey, if, we, if, if Brett Rippon can make it in the NFL, we, we, can, can, do a Chris we Rock. can do whatever we want. Speaking of bad quarterbacks that could, potentially could have made it in the NFL but have got, like, appeal... I saw someone on Twitter tried pointing out that like NFL players should should interact with media personnel, but like outside of the actual media because it can set up things long term. So of course I had to requote that uh, with the stiff upper lip thing and tag Eric Dungy in it. Would you like to guess whether or not he's responded in any way, shape, or form? I'm gonna guess that he has. He has not. I'm still sat there if waiting. If we buy Eric. a cameo from him, then he has to respond. <laughs> Well, we'll just we'll just have a conversation with him, but we'll just keep paying him twenty five pounds every time yeah. and tell him what he's going to say. <laughs> yeah, have a listen to our podcast if you want to be on it. Real sorry, I made that joke about your dad. I think I cut that champion. Cut that well, as well. I mean, we didn't. We also one of the punchlines in like episode three was pounded in the dungy by Eric Dungy, if you recall. So. <laughs> 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 Maybe he's uh, never listened that far back. Maybe he's a new listener. He's my white way, Omar. I don't. I don't think he. <laughs> I, I'm still yet to find any proof that he knows that we exist. I'm gonna. I'm oh, genu- he, he certainly doesn't. I'm gonna. What I don't I'm gonna know. Do is I'm gonna set up one of those like uh, Twitter threads where it's like tweeting Eric Dungy every Can you day set up until like he an replies. Eric Dungy stan account. Yeah, making like Eric Dungy fan cams. Yeah, I think it works. Sam, do you yeah. want to help me run it? Yes. Okay. Um, Buccaneers Packers. <laughs> we didn't say who we thought was going to win this game. I but... said I said Patriots, but now with Drew Locke back, I still think Patriots. If Patriots. If, if Cam's there, Patriots. I'm going to say Broncos because the I think the defense is still pretty pretty good and. I need, you know, I need those, I need those wild cards, man. Needs those dubious yeah. wins. Yeah, it's the only way. I might lose some respect, but I'm getting those points. <laughs> I mean, this is the first season in a long time where you can, you can sort of pick the Patriots without really losing respect. That's true. Where should we go now, Thomas? Direct us to another game. We're going to Buccaneers Packers, where the Packers are going to steamroll the living, living piss out of the Buccaneers. I concur. I do not. Oh, rebuttal. On a personal level, I really dislike Objection. both Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers. So everyone's like, "Oh, this clash of the titans, Brady versus I... Rodgers four. and I'm just like, mm. "No, I hate that." But I'd, uh, yeah. I'd... Aaron Rodgers is still playing at a high level. I don't think Tom Brady is playing at that level. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers is, like, okay. I think he still seems like a bit of an ass. But Tom Brady is another level. 
what I've like turd. Yeah. Well, yeah. Oh, and no, like Aaron Rodgers is unaccountably an awful human being. Uh, I just thought it was uh, just really boring. Yeah, He's like boring. Such an egotist, kind of man. Yeah, but if you're in the NFL, I, I feel, feel like, like you're allowed to be. Not to the level that Tom Brady is. Whatever Aaron Rodgers is, I think Tom Brady is like degrees worse. Are you, like are you referring to? Do you know the nickname that Tom Brady um, successfully franchised for himself? Or I, I don't, oh, um, what is it now? Go on. Would you like to guess? He, he trademarked it. That's it. Um, it's Tom Terrific. <laughs> Get in the bin, you fucking awful human being. Yeah. I hate him. I think I think he can be quite funny, but I hate him. I don't think he could ever be funny in like an intentional way. No, there are there are instances where he he has been quite funny. Um, no, I don't. I don't believe it. Okay, we'll leave it. There. It's, it's like Ben Roethlisberger, you know. Somehow we've ended up back here. I don't know why Why Sam keeps trying to direct back to host quarterbacks when we're trying to discuss about how much of a big shit Tom Brady is, but sure. Um, we've not we've not had a single Cousins reference yet or mention yet, which I'm very happy about. No, we did. I thought we did. No? Uh, something about... Uh, we mentioned him. Oh, yeah, the play-action thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah the whitest boy alive got his mention, yeah. <laughs> but in terms of an actual football game the Packers have just got back Devontae Adams so Aaron Rodgers has got his number one target back uh, Aaron Jones is still absolutely lighting it up and with the Buccaneers missing Vita Venia who's out for the season with a broken ankle um, that run defence is going to be impacted to say the least such a shame yeah I, I agree Like Vita Venia is a very likable man from what I've seen. Yeah. And makes him a lot less kind player. of exciting to watch. Yeah, which you wouldn't really thought he, about, yeah. Yeah. Not as a D tackle, you're like, oh, he's a D tackle. But they often used him as a fullback as well. Did you see this? Like goal line situations, yeah, yeah. he's like their fullback on a lot of plays. Yeah. yeah. Um Which is just nice. Absolute dog. Yeah, you can always you can always respect like uh, well, D lineman getting in his fullback. I always love mm-hmm. to see it. I mean, what yeah, are you going to do? Try and stop the fucking three hundred pound D lineman carrying the ball forward four yards? Nothing is the answer. Don't you just love it? Don't you just love it? Yeah, I think we should <laughs> bring it back. It. Let. Uh, yeah, yeah, I do one hundred percent. Oh yeah, survival Get those big boys out there. Yeah, big men scoring touchdowns. That's what we want. <laughs> we didn't actually touch upon Andrew Thomas scoring a touchdown last week which is the only thing that Andrew Thomas has done that's one touchdown more than any of the tackles drafted in the first round that is true but it's also about 15 more sacks than any of the uh, mm-hmm. tackles taken in the first round so you know swings and roundabouts yeah, he's in incredibly rarefied company because he's lost as many Super Bowls as Blake Balls has so <laughs> Um. Yeah. Yeah. Packers Buccaneers, man. It's everyone's crowing is like, oh, it's must see football. It's going to be incredible. It's going to be amazing. And I, I think it'll be a good game. Of... I don't think it'll be the fucking second coming of 
Tom Brady's like 2008 season and Aaron Rodgers' 2011 season. Like Rodgers is playing to a very high standard. I don't think that the Buccaneers' secondary can keep up with him. Is my that thing. That book's secondary is good. Man. It's good. Like I like Jamel Dean. I think uh, Sean Murphy Bunting has had a, had a big step up in his performances. I just we've seen what Aaron Rodgers can do against teams, especially in the secondary and especially this year, and just off of a bye week as well, and now getting his number one target back. I mean, he made fucking Bob Tanyan look like a fucking like first round tight end Hall of Fame level player for, for nothing. So, like, Rodgers can can do what he likes against teams like this. Perhaps so. Yeah. 49ers Rams? Rams, next. I think the Rams are going to absolutely steamroll them. I think that I'm, I'm, I'm disagreeing because of the fact that I know that Emma will also go Rams, and in the same way that Sam needs to make up ground, oh, I need to make up ground on Emma. Who's who's starting for at QB? It's, it's San Francisco. It's Jimmy Garoppolo, who I don't like Ooh. as a quarterback, but the Rams have been hit and miss in some games that you'd expect them to win, specifically mm. the Giants game. The very stodgy nature of that game, to me, was the potential tell that maybe they'll not be quite as good here. I think it's going to be a bad game. (laughs) And it'll be quite low scoring. And I think I could see the 49ers taking it with a field goal. I'm just gonna just gonna ask you to do something, Tom. Would you do me a favor? Go on. Would you um would you put your hands out in front of your face, please? <laughs> like this. No, maybe a bit close to your face. Like this. Would you give him a little sniff? Because I tell you what, what? I bet they smell like caviar. <laughs> <laughs> I bet they smell like pure Fresh from the ocean caviar. Have you finished Mr. Caviar Fingers 2020? Um, no, but what I can say is that what I can no, say you is spent that an hour. You spent an hour and a half watching Dwayne Haskins, a guy that we all associated as terrible, to confirm he was terrible. <laughs> but I'm not. But I'm not finished, Mr. Caviar. <laughs> yeah, it's a lovely yeah, method yeah, of, true. Of, of time management. I have to say. I mean, Mr. Caviar Fingers is... is... Oh, is this why it took so long to edit that part? <laughs> what, just because I was watching, like, just cannonballing Dwayne Haskins? Jeff Rosen highlights from last, from last season. Dude, I'm you're the one watching, watching Nathan, Nathan Peterman highlights. highlights again. It's like, get out, get out! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I masturbated Dwayne Haskins highlights. Let's just get out of there. <laughs> We're just cutting everything else except just that. <laughs> that is the beginning of the episode. <laughs> hey, if that kind of abject I was going to say mediocrity but yeah if that kind of abject suffering is what gets you going then the Vikings nope. certainly are the team for you my friend <laughs> yeah we are we are prime sufferers it's an, it's an act of sort of masochism every time we step out on the yeah field. it's like self-flagellation yeah are you, gonna, are you guys going to give me some reasons why I, I shouldn't have gone 49ers or are you just going to talk about Kirk Cousins again? 
Uh, the Rams are better. They've blown ass all season. True, actually. The 49ers have sucked bollock all day. Uh, all yeah. Year. Oh, so you they've beat blown ass York and team. sucked bollocks. Yeah it's, it's, <laughs> it's, yeah. it's been a feat, but they've managed it. When you yeah, the, when your only two wins come against teams that are a collective zero and ten, then I think you're. Oh yeah, that's it. They, they've only beaten the New York franchises, haven't they? Yeah. So they are right. Sorry, I I got a text from my landlord. <laughs> oh. Is it okay? It's fine. Yeah. Should have put up that picture of now. The chairman. I tell you what, the chairman's protection gambit would have. Absolutely solved any issues you might have. There's no, there's not going to be any context for that joke on this podcast. No, I don't want to know the context either. I've, I've still got no idea. Yeah, this podcast is Maoist now. Yeah. Oh, I don't know whether or not we want to be reading that heavily. (laughs) We do have a brown man that listens to this. What? There's something I don't know about the brown. Yeah. Oh, pieces of Rounds shit. Chairman Meow. There's a, there's a, there's a history there. Yeah. <laughs> Chairman Brown. <laughs> All I'm saying. Um, yeah. 49ers will. I said 49ers. I don't know what that was. Uh, yeah, they'll continue to blow or suck, depending on you know how you look at the world. Uh, I think it's foolish of you to to even. Countenance this idea. Yeah. Yeah, I'm with Sam on this one. I think um, I think every prediction... game that I've picked though that's involved the 49ers, I've got right, except week one. But Against the Jets and the Giants? No, but like even picking against them in the weeks that like some people were picking for them, I was like, you know what I but I feel like I feel like I'm happy to put my neck out on the line. Just do it. Jimmy Garoppolo is yeah. gonna fucking spike your hopes into the ground mm-hmm. he's, he's gonna he's gonna roll out of the pocket and throw it out of bounds is what exactly <laughs> what he's gonna do with your hopes <laughs> I don't really like Jimmy Garoppolo no like no. As, a, as a dude he doesn't seem it's not the kind of guy you'd really want to go fishing with yeah, maybe Aaron Donald will crush his you know, bones. I don't know. Yeah. Which yeah. Each, what other games do we have? And how many other games do we have? Because it's getting dark. Two more. We've got two more. It's uh, the first one. Lights are going out across Sheffield. The other uh, potential game of the week, as far as I'm concerned, Bills Chiefs. Ooh. 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 This is interesting. Yeah. Can Josh Allen? Sort of um, right the wrong. Can the ship be subverted? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a classic example of um, that's a classic example of sort of like me realizing I did not know what to say. Yeah, <laughs> I think I, sp- I suppose the same. I mean, they are they are both franchises that absolutely shout the bed and have a chance to sort of make it right i think the thing is the chiefs have shown that when they when they do shit the bed sometimes even in the same game if you look at the texans they they make it right have they i have you know since the mahomes era have they lost two in a row 
I, I think the answer's no. I don't think so now. That says all I need to hear about this game. I'm locking up the Chiefs. Mm. Ooh, okay. I... Is, that, uh, is, that... <laughs> is locking it up protected by some kind of copyright? Yeah, it is probably. Okay. I am going to <laughs> nail down the Chiefs. I was about to. That was what I was thinking. I was thinking, are we going to call it the nailing it down? Yeah. I'm going to go against you. I'm nailing down the Bills. Really? Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna fucking pile on. I think that I think I think I'm gonna go with the Bills as well. Guys. It feels yeah. sacrilege to to vote against the Chiefs, but you've also gotta remember Emma's picking the Chiefs. I've gotta make back some of these <laughs> predictions. She might Actually, not pick the Chiefs. She's definitely picking the Chiefs. She's then. probably gonna pick the Chiefs. She's definitely but... picking the Chiefs. She picks the over and under favourite in every game, Ed. That's what makes well. it so hard. We have to we have to pick the non-favorite every time, and then they lose because she's just playing the odds, man. She's just playing the odds. Tell you what, I'm taking her to a casino one of these days. I mean, you'll you'll be making sort of out of every ten pound bet, you'll probably make about twelve quid. Mm. But it, it works, you know. Maybe she's just maybe she's got that that spirit to know exactly where things are going to go she's jazzy hello hello would you like some tea soon we have um uh uh, sort of tabby specter our special guest correspondent yeah how are things with fish thank you great analysis love that we need to come up we need to create like a theme for her for a little segment where we ask a one kind of question. Oh, oh, I can, I can, I can every day if you like. I can ask her a question every time she comes in and meows. Yeah, it sounds like a plan. Yeah, because she'll do it. She yeah. will do it at some point. What do you think mm. of John Gruden's coaching career, Molly? Really? You sure? That sounded pretty positive. But he's not no, as good as John Madden, though, is he? Oh, that no, was, that... Yeah, that was a that had a bit of an inflection on it. Yeah. So I mean, the jury's still out. <laughs> so a positive and a negative. Yeah. Thanks, Molly. Yeah, she's been excellent there. Yeah. I will come down and feed you once we've finished, okay? She appears to have forgotten that she said okay. <laughs> <laughs> um what game were we on? Bill's Chiefs. Uh I don't know. I I might rescind that Bill's. Well now you know like... now you've got Tom to jump on the Bill's train and you're gonna get off. I yeah, was no. I would, I would, Sam didn't get me to jump on anything. Out. I jumped on myself. That was voluntary. Oh, that's true, actually. That was true. I'm a trendsetter. What you believe is inconsequential. <laughs> These sheeple. <laughs> yeah. Um, Please. I don't know. Please. I have to think about that one. I mean, we need you to come up with something. Like oh, before Sunday. Stop sitting mm. on the fence, Sam. I need to. I need to strategize. I need to figure out. You know what? I'm gonna go Chiefs. I'd. I'd. I'd pick the Bills, and then they'd get like absolutely steamrolled, and then I'd, you know, I'd, I I'd feel silly. Feel yeah, that is a serious man spread you've got going on on that couch, by the way, Tom. I'm aware. Right. I'm in relaxo mode. I'm in rancho relaxo mode. Yeah. Ah. We're getting crotch city. <laughs> right can we do the final game of the the week so i can 
go and feed my cat. Yes. Um, and the final game of the week is Cowboys Cardinals. The Red Rifle gets his start. Against the Red Birds. Against the Red Birds, yeah. I think Andy Dalton is going to outperform all our expectations. Well, I mean, the the thing about Andy Dalton isn't that he's bad. It's that he is absolutely as good as the talent around him and the offensive talent and for the Cowboys. And he's a fucking amazing receiving core. That yeah. is true, actually. Yeah, I mean, you, yeah. you look at that. You look at that sort of Cowboys receiving core, and you've got Amari Cooper, Michael Gallup, C.D. Lamb. You've got fucking Dalton Schultz at tight end. You've got Zeke in the backfield. Their own line isn't too bad. I mean, Dak Prescott was on on course to sort of pass for six thousand five hundred yards before his leg turned into sort of gravy. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> Andy Dalton. <laughs> has enough talent around him to make it look like he's not absolute yeah. gash. Getting me out a um, lot here. Yeah, I'm 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 nailing down the the cowboys. See, I think that I'm gonna I think that I'm gonna go the other way. I think I'm taking the Cardinals in this one. Ooh. I've also said that I'm going Cardinals, but the only problem is with, with that pick is Yeah uh, maybe. the Cardinals are very bad at winning games that they are the favourites in. You could have just left that at bad at winning games. True, to be fair. They have proven themselves to be sort of a, a very proven, much a part team. They have proven team. themselves to be a, a team that play football. <laughs> they have you know, 11 players on the field at any one time. <laughs> and if they were to have more or less, it would be a penalty. It's not a penalty if you have less. No, yeah, that's way... true, actually. You just hit this, a very big disadvantage, so nobody would do that. <laughs> I, can't remember who, I can't remember who it was. that um, Was it the Bucks when Arians was there where one of the players died in the off-season, so they called the uh, defensive play with 10 players? Wait, what? what? Yeah, it's, it's a thing that happened a few years ago. Shit, I did not know that. Well, don't you all Wild. feel bad now? Why would I feel bad? That's not. I don't know why you would. Also, guys, I've bad. just dropped. I've just dropped Travis Fulgham from my fantasy team. If you guys want to go and sniff that up, no, nah, my, I don't my need him. A gold dust baby. But you'll never guess who I've picked up in his stead. Who? Probably someone worse. The Red Rifle himself. Oh my God! You picked up Dalton. <laughs> why? <laughs> Because our argument is he plays as well as his receiver receiving core yeah, around him. That's true. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Watch, watch Ooh, this. What, watch what, this come up. Did you trade away Aaron Rodgers? I am in the process of trading away Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Who too? Why? Emma. Emma. Oh, this just sounds why? like collusion on a marriage front. Why have you done this? It's not collusion because I never play him. Because um, I've got oh, Pat Mahomes as well. Yeah, uh, and I wanted to get a better wide receiver, so I've traded him for Jefferson. Well, fair enough. I've I've made a a quick switch through. I've dropped uh, I've dropped Joshua Kelly for Le'Veon Bell. because now that Le'Veon Bell has got an actual fucking offensive coordinator and a no line, I believe that he could actually do it all right again. Shape. But don't you think that because do you remember last year where they signed LaShawn McCoy and everyone was like, oh, <gasps> they've got LaShawn McCoy and then he never played. No, but LaShawn McCoy wasn't. I, I I've never rated LaShawn McCoy as as out special really. Like Le'Veon Bell is a very good churner at picking up five yards where there's nothing there. I don't know. I mean, if you told the past year and a half. 
Yeah, but have you also told the past year and a half that Adam Gase would be his head coach? Because I'm pretty sure that any well, yeah. any statement about Le'Veon Bell's past in the Jets is immediately erased by the fact that Adam Gase was involved. I know, but he he wasn't actively run blocking for him. <laughs> I know, but they didn't have an O line. That was the problem. <laughs> it's true. It's true. And they didn't scheme for it. You know, Le'Veon Bell is one of the best outside rushers in the past, like, decade. And they decided that they were going to try and have him go two yards up the middle. Like, that's bad offensive scheming. I, I will agree with you there. I don't I don't think that Andy Reid is going to be that naive, mostly because Andy Reid knows what he's doing. Fire Adam Gase! Mm. Adam Gase yeah. does look like a man who kind of schemes in a in a football kind of sense, but more in a nefarious way. He <laughs> like lives in a hollowed out volcano. Adam Gase looks yeah, like the sort of man that gets really angry at his son's flag football league. <laughs> Adam Gase looks like a man who eats just dry carbs all the time. <laughs> If Adam um, Gase was it... from the UK, he would have voted for UKIP. Oh, that's a certainty. That's a yeah. dead cert, mate. <laughs> what were you going to ask, Sam? Um, has, the, has the article come out, did you say? Uh, it's due out either today or tomorrow. Oh, it's, uh, I, can't, I can't tell you how, how much I like it. Yeah. I'd also like to bring attention to your username, which I find quite tickling. <laughs> The ghost of the ghost of one and thirty ones plunger. <laughs> there's a lot of there's a, there's some weird things. It's a, it's a, what you have to understand is it's a story about plumbing. <laughs> That's the the main character really isn't Adam Gates. It's the kind of the industry of plumbing. Yeah, <laughs> it's about plumbing. It's about brass trophies. It's about Peyton Manning being an antagonist yeah. for some reason. More than anything, it's about courage. <laughs> Ha 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 ha!